All right, welcome, welcome, welcome. Happy Monday, everybody. Welcome to NPL Legal Dish. This is my Monday through Thursday broadcast where I teach business and legal concepts using pop culture and celebrity news. If this is your first time watching and you don't know who I am, how dare you? I'm just kidding. Um, we are welcome. You are always welcome here. Uh, and I'm Natalie Pierre Lewis. I'm the host of the show and I'm the owner and operator of MPL Legal Dish. My Monday through, um, excuse me. I'm getting my intro all mixed up. I'm the owner and operator of MPL Consulting LLC, a business formation firm. What that means is I help you get your business uh, paperwork together. So things like getting registered with the state, making sure you have EIN numbers and DUNS numbers, making sure you have appropriate contracts, non-disclosure agreements, operating agreements, um, basic brand protection strategies, uh, hiring policies, all of those foundational things that you need to make your business legitimate, to make it function properly, to set up a proper foundation so you can build with confidence. I help you do all of those things. If you're wondering why I'm qualified, I'm so happy that you asked. I'm a licensed attorney. I have been one for 14 years and counting. I've started multiple businesses for myself and others, both online and offline. I've had many careers in the realms of entrepreneurship, the law, education, hospitality, and administrative support. And most of them, I'm very passionate about making business and legal education as accessible to everyone as possible. Not everybody has the time, the money, or the desire to go to business school or to law school, but a lot of you have amazing business ideas, and if you're going to be successful, there are just some um, things that you're going to need to know. There's no way around it, so that is why I am here. Yeah. All right. So if you would like to see how you can work with me so we can get that business out of your head and onto the streets, or if you're in the startup phase of your business and you need some help organizing, uh, and you, you want a legal friend to help you, that's what, you know, that's what I'm here for. Go to linktree forward slash MTL consulting firm. There you can book yourself, um, a one-on-one -on -one coaching session. If you're a first time client, you even get a free 15 minute consultation. You can also download a bunch of cheat sheet that will help you start your dream, choose and start your dream business in seven days or less. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, you can also uh, see the array of video trainings that I have. I have my EIN training, my DUNS number training, my operating agreement training, uh, as well as visit my e-store where you can pick up a lot of my e-books. And, and at Linktree forward slash NPL Consulting Firm, you can subscribe to the YouTube channel and my podcast where if you ever miss an episode, you can go watch any of the back episodes on the YouTube channel, or you can listen to it on the uh, podcast version, okay? So that is enough about me. Let's talk about the show. <clears throat> so the way that the show works, uh, if any of you happen to be new, is that I pull stories from the news, stories that you guys send me, stories that I see on blog sites, um, anything that I think that is interesting that has a lesson that we can learn as business owners. And, um, we discuss these stories. Okay. So this is a time for us all to chime in. Don't be shy. As long as we are respectful of each other's opinions, um, you know, d ask your questions, give your comments. And I'm going to ask you questions, um, and ask you to put some, you know, comments in the box to make sure that you understand what's going on and you're keeping up. All right. Um, okay. So. If we are, I think we're, we're ready, so we are going to get started, okay? So, first story that we are talking about tonight. Gamers, please give me your uh, controller emojis. Gamers, please give me your controller emojis. There has been a shake up in the video game world, particularly if you are a fan of epic games. Um, epic games 
They are the people who uh, make Fortnite and such games. So if you are a gamer, <clears throat> give me your video controller emoji, okay? So uh, if you didn't know, uh, uh, but if you're a gamer, you do know, um, in a lot of video games now, there's what's called in-app purchases, right? Um, it's where, you know, you can buy boosters and cool, fun things to take you further in the game. And these in-app purchases, they cost real money. Now, um, we, add, or we, I'm saying a collective, we, I don't play video games, so I don't know how these in-app purchases work. Uh, but from what I have heard from gamers is that these in-app purchases can be uh, a bit, uh, a bit much. Um, uh, and what you didn't know on the other end is that, uh, the platforms like Apple and Google pay when, uh, when these video games or, or computer games or network games, whatever, however you download them, when you pay for those, um, in-app purchases, Apple and Google Pay charge the companies as much as 30% of the fee, okay? So if you're paying, you know, $9.99 or $9 for, you know, an in-app purchase, hey, sense by blingologist, hey. So if you're, um, so if you're purchasing an in-app purchase for $9, Apple or Google is going to get, you know, almost $3 of that, right? Now that's a lot of money. Think about if you're running your own business and every time you had to process a payment, you know how when you process a payment um, through you know Square or Stripe, they take maybe three, 4% of your purchase. Imagine if they were taking 30% of all of the purchases that your customers were making. So if you sold an item for $100, you know, your payment processor would get $30 of that $100. This is essentially what was happening to Epic Games and what happens to a lot of other games. Um, well, Apple, e Epic Games, oh, you heard about Apple? Um, yeah. Well, Epic Games, uh, they apparently have had enough of Apple, you know, robbing them of their profits and taking advantage of, um, you know, the, the players of the game, particularly Fortnite. Um, Epic Games, they told Apple, they were like, look, you are charging us entirely too much for these in-app purchases and we don't like it. So, um, we're not going to do it anymore. Uh, uh, Epic Games, they released an update to their games that were on, you know, the Apple and Google platforms and the update allowed players to bypass the digital payment system. Okay. So they basically said, Apple, Google, we don't want to pay your fees anymore, so we're going to fix our app so people don't have to go through you guys, right? So Apple and Google, they were like, girl, you thought, and they took um, Epic Games off of the Apple and Google stores. I think it's back up on Google, but Apple has most definitely taken off any Epic Games on their... Um, on their platform, and they also uh, canceled their developer contract due to terms of service violation. I know it's you, Tanya girl, um, but uh, uh, and not but listen to this. Not only did Epic Games release an update so that people don't have to pay through Apple or Google Play, play they they asked Apple and Google, hey. Um, we want our own store app within the Apple and Google apps, okay? 
Um, they're saying that, you know, this will save our players money and it'll be more money for, uh, for developers. Now, while, you know, I don't feel sorry for either party in this situation because, you know, both of these, all of these companies make, you know, millions, if not billions of dollars every year. This is essentially, this is essentially Epic Games rented a room from Apple and Google said, I don't like how much you charge me. It's too much. And just decided not to pay the rent, but still wanted to stay in the apartment. That is what's happening with Epic Games. They're like, look, Apple and Google, we don't like these rates that you're charging us to be on your platform. So we're going to do a workaround so the people who download our games don't have to go through your platform. But we would like you to still keep us there. So Apple and Google, they took Epic Games off and Epic has now sued Apple and Google um, to let them back on back on the platform. So I want to hear from you guys. Now, Apple and Google, they have taken Epic Games off due to a terms of service violation. Now, if you're a developer, if you're, if you're you know, making an app that's going to go on the Apple Store, yes, they did get evicted since Biblingologist. If you're making an app that has to go on the Apple Store, you need a developer account with Apple, right? Um, and I'm sure that it's a contract and they have all these terms of service that say what you're allowed to do and what you're not allowed to do. And the number one thing that I know Apple and Google are not going to let you do is not pay them. They want their money. So while I think it is, you know, um, you know, it, it, it is a lot to charge these, um, these apps 30% of their in-app purchases. Again, you're in Apple's and Google's house. You are renting a space from them. You don't get to dictate the terms. If you feel like you don't like the terms, you got to go build your own platform. Or at least that's my opinion. But what do you guys think of Epic Games moves? Now, uh, they they feel like, you know, they're on the right side of history. They're trying to make a bold move because they feel like Apple and Google have a stranglehold on the app markets and they want some more choice, you know, particularly for the people who play their games. But do you think that this is a good move by Epic Games to basically, you know, stick their tongue out at Apple and Google and say, look, we're going to stay in this apartment, but we ain't paying you no rent? Um, like, how, how does that work? And why do you expect Apple or Google to allow you to put your competing app because they want Apple and Google to put their Epic Games store app, basically an app that you can download so you can go buy stuff from Epic and not from Apple, why would they want to do that? Yes, you breached the terms of service. The terms of service may not be there, but that's but they are the terms of service. It's just like when we sign up for Instagram or Facebook or whatever. They have all these rules about how the, you know they have sub licenses to our photos. They can you know mine our stuff for for information. We get we we agree to those when we sign the terms of service that none of us tend to read when we sign up for these apps. Same thing with Epic Games. You in somebody else's house, you don't get to, dic- to dictate the rules. But apparently, Epic Games they're trying to you know break away and you know create create a new path for gamers, something that's more um, affordable. So don't be surprised if in the not too far future uh, somehow, if, especially if you're a gamer, uh, you can find a standalone Ep- Epic Games store app. Okay, um, send. 
uh, biologist doesn't think it's a good move because they may need Apple or Google again. Must read the small print. Oh, they, I'm sure they read the small print. They were just tra- tired of coming up off of 30% of all the in-app purchases. Because for every dollar you make, you got to give 30 cents of that to Apple or to Google. Can you imagine, if, um, Tanya, with uh, your... your um, in your tax business, your jewelry business, your sense business. Can you imagine if for every sale that you made, you had to give up 30% to Stripe or to, or to Square or to PayPal or to whoever is processing your payments? That's exactly what's happening here. Um, Apple and Google, they're like MasterCard and Visa. They're charging 30% processing fees, right? Um, and Epic Games is like, whoa, 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 that's too much. <clears throat> you go on, you go on, right. So we're going to have to wait and see what happens. Um, but my only issue is that Epic Games, this is Apple and Google's house. You can't, like I said, you can't go into somebody's house and tell them how to run their house. If you don't like the rules of the house, you got to go. You can't say I don't like the rules, but then say I'm still staying and I ain't paying you. <laughs> so good luck to Epic Games. If you did not, if you do not have Fortnite as of now and you have an Apple device, you are not able to download Fortnite or any epic games because they are completely off of the Apple platform. However, I do think that uh, they are back up on the Google platform. Since Bibling all just said they're going to find another processor. <laughs> right, right. Um, and if you're, guys, if you're wondering about, you know, um, payment processors for your business, I have a whole ebook on that where I list the different type, the different um, payment processors and the fees that they charge based on your volume. You can pick that up um, in my Money Management for Entrepreneurs ebook, okay? You can get that at gumroad.com forward slash MPL Consulting Firm. All right, so uh, we that was a lot of time spent on Apple and Epic Games. Moving on. Uh, before we move on to our title story of the evening, I want to remind you that you are watching NPL Legal Disc. This is my Monday through Thursday live broadcast where I teach business and legal concepts using pop culture and celebrity news. If you're in the startup phase of your business and you need a legal, you know, a legal voice in your ear to tell you, hey, fill out that form. Hey, you need to do this. Hey, you need to file with the state. That's what I do. Go to Linktree forward slash NPL Consulting Firm and book your uh, one-on-one coaching session today, all right? All right, moving on to our next story. Y'all, today I asked you, um, or yesterday, I asked you guys to pick your favorite, and I posted a picture of 50 Cent and Rick Ross. And like 70, I want to say almost 80% of you said that your favorite was Rick Ross. So while I know that we're a little low on, on, um, view, uh, on, participants right now i want to know from the people watching if you had to choose between 50 cent or rick ross who are you going with who do you prefer 50 cent or rick ross let me know in the comments right now okay now um if you didn't know rick ross and 50 cent have been feuding since about 2008 2009 after a fight um at the bet hey beast burke after a fight at the BET Hip Hop Awards, all right? Um, they've gone back and forth. They've released diss tracks. They've done interviews, dissing each other. It's, it's ridiculous stuff. Anyway, anyway. Um, <clears throat> now, in 2015, Rick Ross um, was releasing an album called Black Market. 
Uh, AP Jackson prefers Rick Ross, 50th child. He is, girl, I would never want to get in, like, a snap session with 50 or any type of, like, you know, joking thing. Because that man is evil. Mm Mm-mm. I can't do it. I would cry. Uh, But anyway, so 2015, Rick Ross is coming out with Black Market, all right? Neither. Uh, it's okay. It's, it's okay. Tell anything for everybody. Um, now, as a promo for the Black Market album, fifth, um, Rick Ross had an advertisement that played 50 Cent's In the Club in the background. Now, we know 50 Cent's song, In the Club, it's, you know, people play it every birthday. Go shawty. It's your birthday. We gonna party like it's your birthday. All right? People know in the club. We know it is 50 Cent song, okay? So Rick Ross used it in an advertisement. Hey, Margaret, in an advertisement to promote his 2015 album, Black Market. Now, 50 Cent, because we know 50 Cent, he's petty. He ain't letting nothing slide. 50 Cent sued Rick Ross and his label and said that they violated his personality rights. Now, he used this um, personality rights law, which is a state-based law where he is, right? Um, That's the only one you like? (laughs) Everybody knows that song. Um, So, he used the state law, I believe he lives in Connecticut, saying that Rick Ross using the song In the Club violated his personality rights because In the Club is synonymous with 50 Cent and by no means should Rick Ross be using in the club to promote his album black market here's the thing 50 cent doesn't own the recording rights to in the club so he had no standing to um to to contest rick ross's use now while he tried to file under his person this personality rights law it did not trump the copyright act he tried to use state law against federal law when you have state law coming against federal law, federal law wins every time, okay? So the judge in the case said, look, 50, we know that you, we know that you don't like Rick Ross. We know that you don't like that he used your song. And we understand that you are trying to argue that he is violating your personality rights because people know this song to be associated with you. But the personality rights law is only applicable in your state. If we go by federal law, which is what we're going to go by, Rick Ross has every right to use this song because he acquired licensing for the recording rights, which you do not own. So 50 Cent doesn't own the recording rights to the song, which means that anybody with enough money can go to the label or the company that owns the recording rights and say, hey, can I borrow that? Right? So that is what Rick Ross did and 50 Cent lost. Um, Lost. Now, I do not follow either Rick Ross or 50 Cent on social media, but um, I would assume that Rick Ross is probably, you know, gloating in a corner somewhere, if not if not online. Why is my... Did I get bit by a mosquito? Anyway, but uh, yes, I picked this story because I want you guys to understand that state law will never overcome uh, federal law. So if you have a state trademark... 
don't ever think that that is going to, I mean, it might in some, in, in some cases, but most times it's not going to beat out a federal trademark. And if you have some type of local law, um, you know, that, um, according to copyrights, make sure that it doesn't conflict with federal copyright law because you're going to lose. Federal law is always bigger than state law. AP Jackson said, Rick, Rick Ross is sitting back laughing. I'm sure he is and collecting his money all the way. One thing you could say about Rick Ross, look, I don't agree necessarily with his politics and all of his views, but that man gets to the money. He gets to the money, okay? All right. Let's move on to our third story for the evening. Um, okay, y'all, I was very disappointed by this, uh, the responses to this question. I felt very offended. Um, so I posted a picture of B2K in my stories today, and I asked... Um, people if they were fans of B2K. And only like two people said yes. <laughs> Excuse me? Uh, yes, he does get his money since by technologist. So, I want to know from this crowd right here, how many of y'all were B2K fans? Please give me a B2K in the, in the uh, comments if you were a B2K fan, alright? You know you were bumping a bump on bump and what else did they sing? Um... I don't know. I can't remember right now. It was a long time. I remember they came out. I remember because my roommate used to sweat J-Bug. I just remember B2K being everything. Okay. Anyway, so if you don't know who B2K is, they are um, a, one of the boy groups of the millennium. Uh, they The members were Omarion, J-Bug, Lil Fizz, and Raz B. Omarion and Red, Omarion and Little Fizz have since gone on to be on reality television, specifically Love and Hip Hop. Uh, Rasby doing something, and I don't know what J Boog is doing. Okay, AP Jackson said they are babies to me. My teen, AP Jackson babies. I'm trying. To, well, when I was in college, I think they were a little bit younger than me, but. No, since Bob Leon, you're not gonna you're not gonna do this to me, okay? B2K were not one-time stars. They had an era, okay? They had several albums, they had concerts. Y'all ain't gonna do me like this for B2K. <laughs> anyway. Yes, B2K, they were one of the you know the great boy bands of when I was in college. I used to love their music. It was so cute, you know, their little dances and everything. Um, but you know, they have since gone their separate rate, separate ways and are doing different things. However, if you, um, are a child of the millennium, uh, you know that Reese, uh, within the last couple of years, there were, there were a couple of millennium tours that were going on. So you had B2K, uh, Pretty Ricky, Yin Yang Twins, who else? I want to, did they have 3LW? I don't know, but they had all the groups from like, you know, the early 2000s, they were all going on tour, right? including B2K. Now, um, why am I talking about B2K so much? So if you don't know, there is or was a network called Zeus Network. If you have heard of Zeus Network, please give me a Z in the comments. Zeus Network was a subscription network. Um, I don't even think you can get it on like TV. You could only watch it on your phone, but they did a, they did a bunch of reality shows, uh, some of which were the one where Tokyo Tony found a man, um, Black China's Mama, uh, Jocelyn's Cabaret, um, and they were apparently, your son and daughter's time, 
Okay, thank you, A.B. Jackson, for the Z. Uh, and they were apparently, or apparently had approached Omarion for a deal to do a documentary on their network about the Millennium um, Live concert uh, featuring B2K, right? Uh, now, in this uh, contract, uh, this uh, contract with Zeus Network, Omarion said they were supposed to provide money um, to support the project. So, you know, you got to film, you need to pay this, the, the, the crew and have cameras and things like that. They were supposed to share subscriber data, meaning they were supposed to show Omarion, you know, how many people are subscribing to our network, you know, based on this. And they were also supposed to, sh- to, to pay a share of the subscriber revenue that Omarion brought in. So if Omarion brought in a thousand subscribers to Zeus, they were supposed to pay him, you know, some type of money. We don't know what the amount was. Um, Omarion is now suing Zeus Network for breach of contract and fraud. He says that uh, they, you know, from the beginning, they weren't trying to give them their money. He says that they provided altered subscribe. What is that noise? They provided altered subscriber reports, meaning that um, they were giving them fake reports of how many people were actually signed up for the network. Um, and that would also affect the amount of money that they would be paying to Omarion. So Omarion is suing Zeus Network for a uh, breach of contract. And he wants at least $200,000. Now, we don't have, uh, we don't have, a, you know, a, a copy of this contract to sign. But this is why it's important to have contracts in place, right? Because Omarion can say, look, you violated this clause. You were supposed to provide us cameramen and all you gave me was an iPhone 11. Here, you were supposed to share subscriber data and I can I can show you that this is fake because I see that watermark up in the corner. You're supposed to pay me a share of the subscriber data and you're giving me fake reports. This is why you need to have stuff on paper. Omarion would have no standing to go anywhere to anybody if he did not have this contract. So I hope that Omarion gets his money because from what I can see, granted I don't know this man in real life, um, you know, he seems to be a dude who just minds his business and tries to get his money. But Zeus Network, <clears throat> also, Omarion, you, look, look at the programming that Zeus does. Zeus produced a show trying to find Black China's mama a man. Tokyo Tony, the woman who is a living cigarette. <laughs> I'm, I'm, look, I'm sorry if you're a fan of Tokyo Tony. They also, um, you know, gave, allowed Jocelyn, uh, Jocelyn Hernandez from Love and Hip Hop to film a show about putting on, you know, uh, her, her cabaret of, you know, and basically, I, I don't know, it, it was a mess. Um, AP Jackson said, difference in new subscribers and net subscribers. Did some subs leave the next month or two? I don't know. We don't know the particulars to that. All we know is that Omarion is suing for breach of contract because he's saying that none of the money came through. They were lying about the subscriber data. So he is suing so that he can get the appropriate record so he can get his money, right? Yes, AP Jackson, you need to look at the terms of the contract. So if we can get our hands on the contract, maybe we can look at it, you know, and see exactly what Zeus Network was supposed to do. But, um... For right now, we don't know what's happening because Zeus has not responded to the suit yet. I don't even know if Zeus is still up and running. Somebody check for me. 
Okay. Uh, but uh, good luck to Omarion. I hope that he gets his money. Um, yeah. All right. So we have like three minutes left and we're not going to have time to get into these last two stories. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to give y'all a quick three minutes to ask me any, or two minutes now to ask me um, questions about business formation. Tomorrow night, we are coming back at eight o'clock. We have a story about LeBron James and, you know, um, people using his image for, you know, political ads without his permission. We have an update on that copyright lawyer who was getting in all the trouble with the courts. Um, so, and much more. So tomorrow night, we're going to be chock full of information, but now is your time. If you have questions about, you know, how to get your EIN number or how to register with the state or how to get a DUNS number, the types of contracts that you need, brand protection strategies, now is the time to ask. I'm here. Uh, we got like two more minutes. <clears throat> Don't forget to go to linktree forward slash MPL consulting firm to uh, book your one-on-one coaching session and also to download the free biz launch cheat sheet that will help you choose and start your dream business in seven days or less. Uh, thank you guys for hanging out with me. I feel like I got bit. Um, thank you guys for hanging out with me. Thank you for your energy and your participation. Um, this is a lot of fun and I, I can't, I, I love coming here to talk to y'all. Um, still working with the designer on the merch. We've had a, um, you know, a little bit of back and forth, but we're getting back on track. So keep an eye out for that. Um, but if we don't have any more questions, we can shut down for the night. Cause I don't want to start these stories cause they're a little meaty and I want to give them their just due. Okay. Frozen. Oh, frozen. Apparently I was frozen on Facebook. My apologies. Um, but we will be back tomorrow. With more stories, take care of yourselves. Good night, okay? Bye.